0: Hi, you're listening to Phil DeBello, and this is Flashcast by PDB. Today, I want to talk about the federal budget, so give you my insights on what I think about the budget. Uh, for 2021. Some are calling it the uh, sorry budget towards uh, women and the way the government's dealt with um, those matters and others are calling it the election. Uh, I think one thing's known for sure, no matter what, the opposition are always going to have plenty to say and it's never good enough. That's probably the biggest problem in uh, government and politics today, that even if the current government does come up with something good, the opposition feels uh, inclined to have to have a go at it. But uh, that's a different discussion. That maybe be why we sometimes don't get things going Ahead, because we get budgets that uh, and decisions and strategies that are made for votes rather than the best interest of the country. So that's the approach I'm going to take from my perspective. So Phil DeBello, PDB perspective on the federal budget 2021 will all be about what I think in terms of what's the best interest of the country, not about taking a political stance. Uh, whether you're a Liberal voter or or a Labor voter, an independent or Greens voter, this is irrelevant. So my perspective is purely from a PDB perspective of best interest of the uh, country. And let me start out by saying I think it's a very promising... Budget. It's a very talented budget uh, for the situation we're in with COVID, um, for the situation we're in as a country. I think there's great opportunities uh, that have come out of the negatives, and there are plenty of negatives, as we know, Uh, people not being able to return back home, visitors not being able to come and visit families or leave, etc. But out of that also comes opportunity, and I think uh, this budget is positioned to be able to capitalise on those opportunities. But it's going to take the mindset remember that word, mindset of individuals and Australians to take action. The mindset to take action, to capitalise on the budget. And let me start by saying jobs. Well, with so many people still on benefits that are capable of working, but choose not to work. Now, let's get that right. Those that are capable of working, but choose not to work, there is no excuse. There is job shortage across every industry. And there's been over $1.5 billion put aside for skills to ensure that you can skill up to be able to get a job. So there is no more excuses for capable people that don't have a job There is money put aside for people to go and do courses, to skill up, to be able to go and get a job. So that is very promising and something we need, something that should drive unemployment lower and lower and lower. We now have jobs for Australians. For many years, everybody's been complaining about our jobs being given to people offshore. Well, now's your chance. Now's your chance to step up, right, and get a job now's your chance to go and get educated. The government's happy to pay for it for you to go and get a job. $2.7 billion has been put forward for apprenticeships and traineeships. $2.7 billion has been put forward for apprenticeships and traineeships. There is no more excuses about people saying that people, international visitors are taking our jobs. No more excuses whatsoever. Thus, why the opportunity around job creation and unemployment? If everybody takes up that opportunity and does the right thing and has the right mindset, we should see the lowest unemployment rates that we've seen probably ever because, for now, there's a certain amount of jobs and a certain amount of people not working that are capable. And, again, I keep reiterating capable because the benefits should be kept for those that are unable to work. The disability pensions should continue. They should actually get increased. The disability um, support and resources should be increased for those that are disable and unable to work. However, those that are able to work, there are no more excuses. And I, I suggest the government gets tougher and tougher on, um, how they actually monitor that to make sure that people are taking up on that 2.7 billion in apprenticeships and traineeships. There's also been $2 billion put aside for school funding, you know, for preschool funding and, um, you know, getting kids into schools earlier um, and preschool, which is fantastic. $2.1 billion, uh, for for aviation tourism. We know that is the hardest hit industry. Let me say from, from the onset, the hardest hit industry moving forward that I foresee is obviously international tourism. However, on the other side, and this may take some businesses will need to pivot, is that the Australians are traveling more within Australia. We are spending more money within our own country, which is why we're seeing an increase in GDP, why we're seeing an increase in revenue is because people are spending more money in our own country, which is an opportunity, which is what I started off this flashcast by saying, that this budget will help us capitalize on opportunities if we have the right mindset. So spend our money in Australia, travel to those places you've never been and wanted to go to within Australia. There's been 2.1 billion put aside. Side for tourism and aviation and arts, uh, for you know international visitors. Let's make sure that we're doing our bit and supporting. Obviously, aged care is a big one. And I'm so glad to see we're an ageing population. Australia is an ageing population. Um, and for too long, it's just been swept to the side. However, now there's been some serious funding put towards it. So $17.7 billion in new funding 119 over four years is fantastic for aged care. So that's over 80,000 home care packages. Uh, and this data is all courtesy of uh, BDO Australia. Thank you for um, for that summary and insights that you provide, which enables me to share this with my listeners and give my insights. So aged care is another great opportunity. Not only is it um, needed and warranted, and it hasn't happened for a long time that we've seen this much due care and attention in aged care, but it also opens up business opportunities, opens up opportunities for those entrepreneurs that are thinking how they can help within the aged care system. Also the disability spending, which I came back to before, those pensions should be there for those that are unable to work. There should be increased resources. The resources should be going to those that are incapable of working. If those that are capable of working and adopt the right mindset, go to work. There are plenty of jobs and you're going to hear me saying it over and over. And the big one, um, and I've been on media over last few months talking about this, uh, the safety numbers that our government doesn't want to talk about, especially our state government, is mental health. Great to see over $2 billion put into mental health uh, care because this is a growing area. It has been a growing area since COVID. The government here in Queensland hasn't spoken about it. They only want to tell you the numbers around COVID safety and they've done a great job around COVID safety. However, at what cost? And it's something I've kept saying, at what cost due to mental health, anxiety and everything else that goes with it. So great to see so much money going towards mental health. Social support is obviously a big one around childcare, Indigenous, um, social security. Um, It's the same sort of stuff we're seeing there. Defence is a big one and great to see the government taking charge on defence, especially with a lot of the hacking that's happening, uh, especially with a lot of uncertainty going on around the world. I think this is an area that sometimes gets neglected, that uh, we may need to make sure that uh, we're strong in the area of defence and we certainly don't go to sleep. We need to protect our, um, obviously, the national security and law enforcement and we need to make sure that we're ahead of the times because whilst COVID's been going on, God knows what other sick people have been planning out there. So it's certainly an area that still needs attention, the defence area. So great to see the government put care and attention there. Of course, the one I really love is um, the focus on the women's personal safety. And I love the way it's been worded up that it's about personal safety. You know, this is not about women versus men, men versus women. This is about assisting women, giving them the resources to be in a better position for safety, especially around domestic violence, especially around that area of domestic violence and children. It really is a great a great initiative to see the attention going there. Obviously, there was work around the, the environment, which is great. Um, so I think all in all, in summary, I, I, from my perspective, my personal perspective, I believe it is a very, very good budget. It gives opportunity to many people. However, if you do two things, if you are a naysayer that just likes to be negative about everything, this will do nothing for you and never will. And if you don't adopt the right mindset to take charge and cease the opportunities that lay within this budget, you won't adopt that the right mindset. If you don't adopt up the right mindset, you won't get to where you could get. So it really starts with us as individuals. It's about us being better today than yesterday. There's a lot of great stuff in there for small business around being able to write off all of your um, you know, your expenses of um, new assets that you purchase to run a business. These are things that are going to help a lot of people that can write off the full value of, of the assets until twenty. 20- 23, which is fantastic. So there's a little bit there for everybody. And all in all, that's what I believe the budget is good. There's a bit there for everywhere with strong attention into obviously around women's safety, around aged care, um, around border security, um, and around tax reform. So um, I think good job government. Again, not political Totally around opportunity and a business perspective. And in the best interest of this country, I think you've done a great job. Till next time, you've been listening to Phil Bella, and this is Flashcast by PDB.